What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Geekable. This is going to be one of the most exciting discussions that we have all year as, uh, you know, San Diego Comic-Con just wrapped up a few days ago. We are all excited for what's coming out, um, you know, comics-wise, movies-wise, show-wise, all that MCU stuff. Give it to us all. We're going to be bringing it to you with War Lion Comics today as Anas, the co-host of Geekable, is unfortunately not able to make it. So we filled them in with uh, our guest of last week, uh, who is an avid Marvel Comics reader, avid MCU fan, um, all the way from Egypt. So Warline, it's great to have you back. Thank you so much for coming on the show and, and bailing out Anas and, and giving me someone to uh, to shoot the shit with here for comics news and stuff. Yeah, it's great to be back. I'm sad that Anas isn't here, but We'll do what we have to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll get it done. We'll get it done. Yeah. Um, but I mean, seriously, lots of stuff to talk about uh, in, in a 30, 40 minute episode here. Um, lots of comic news, lots of lots of just everything news. I love it. This is like it's like kind of like Christmas Day in a way. And then there's D23, which is like just as good, which um, which I guess we can, you know, we, D23 just now. A few minutes before we started filming, uh, recording here, we got that D23 will be on uh, September 9th, 10th, and 11th of this year. So kind of like a few weeks away at this point, almost like just yeah. over a month, which is pretty exciting. And it's going to be Saturday, September 10th at 10 a.m. PT time. And um, it, at, at D23 is when we're going, is when Marvel Studios is going to be there with Kevin Feige. So um yeah, well, I mean, let's talk about that really quick. Any, I assume everyone listening to this has some sort of idea of, of revelations that have happened for San Diego Comic-Con, which we'll get into in a second to give our thoughts. But what, Warline, I'm really curious to hear what, you know, you have any any guesses as to what they'll talk about at D23 besides maybe some Fantastic Four news, which we're all hoping for? Any Anything you think might come that way? think more announcements about the projects that they previously announced but they didn't say when they will come out right yeah yeah, not, yeah i have think... a lot of those like wonder man uh hmm. armor wars we have a lot of those yeah even the okoye show and that wakanda show that's unnamed um hopefully we'll get that hopefully we'll get dr doom i really think that's I think he's going to talk about some Fantastic Four stuff or he'll talk about Doom beforehand and he's going to reveal Doom is is coming. And I, I think Doom might be coming in Agatha, the Agatha show. Oh, OK. So but do you think we'll see him in Black Panther and credit scene? What's your take on that? Maybe. I mean, I think the trailer gave uh, the Black Panther uh, trailer gave me Doom more vibes. So maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think I that I would if I hey, if I was a betting man, that's where I would put my um my my guess right there. My bet would be would, would be probably Black Panther and credit scene. It just kind of makes sense to me. And there's so many rumors around it. But I mean, in the long list of stuff, I honestly, you know what I'm really excited about if I had to just pick three is yeah. uh is Secret Invasion. As far as a phase five, you know, what we're getting in, in phase five that was announced, um, it would be it would be Secret Invasion. Um, it would be Thunderbolts and it would be Daredevil Born Again. Those are th that's what I'm most excited for, I think, out of out of the I don't even know, the 12 firm, you know, releases that we got here. 
Um, how about you? What are you most most excited for with this? I think uh, Secret Invasion, The Marvels, and Daredevil. The Marvels. Okay, I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, yeah. The Marvels I'm excited for because, you, you know, I really love the uh, the Miss Marvel show a lot. I really like, um, I forget the, actors, the actress's name, but I, I really liked her. She sold me completely, and she's kind of a fanboy like us, which is cool. Oh, yeah, she is great. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome. I, I like that show a lot. I, I really hope that we also get a second season of Moon Knight um, that, that's hopefully revealed at D23. Um, just want to throw that out there because or, or an Eternals something maybe. Yeah, um, there, there was an Egyptian new, uh, news article talking to Mohamed Diab, the, the Moon Knight director, and he said that he pitched the season two for Moon Knight, but he didn't get an answer yet. Interesting, really. Wow. Yeah. Huh. That's cool. Well, I guess I guess the, you know, no, uh, you know, no news is bad news when it comes to stuff like that. So it's good to just have a little bit of news, I think. So I, I'm surprised no one else has really sniffed that out. But yeah, I'm really excited for that. Overall, it's just a really good lineup. Um, something that came out yesterday, War Lion, that I want to talk to you about was that Secret Invasion. I'm sure you saw this on Comic Book. But Secret Invasion is being listed as a as a crossover, crossover series. Yeah, let's let's talk about that because look, let's be real here. Uh, Kevin Feige, uh, a lot of people have said like Secret Invasion is the show, like that is that is the one um, for so many reasons. It's going to matter. Uh, there's going to be huge things that happen in it that will ripple across the Marvel universe, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe for years to come. It's going to fill in a lot of gaps. It's going to give us a lot of answers. Like, I really feel like this is the one. Like, this is the show that's really going to be way different in scope than any other MCU show we've seen so far. Um, but I was confused as the the crossover. What like what did you take that as? I honestly don't know. Like, I think they may confirm that some shows are canon and some aren't, you know, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the Netflix stuff, all of that. Mm. I think that's uh, what the crossover means. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't really understand that. And and everyone was reporting on it like they knew what they were talking about. And I, don't, I, I think a lot of people just didn't really know what it meant, but, but was reporting it anyway. So um, I hope people listening can appreciate our transparency a little bit here because we don't know what the hell's going on, but... Anyway, or maybe or maybe it's because it's a big thing. Like, besides Secret Invasion, like, uh, comic uh, comics wise, Secret Invasion and uh, Secret Wars are two of the biggest events that happened right. in the last two decades. So that's maybe what it means. Right. Yeah. I. I. Yeah. That could be what it means. And honestly, you just sparked something in my mind that I really want to get off my chest here. And I don't mean to be a buzzkill. I don't mean to be like, you know, but I, I think it's worth talking about. Okay. Yeah. Look, all of phase, you know, all of the phases that led up to infinity war and Endgame. right. Follow me on this. We, we had three movies for pretty much every big character, pretty much. Right. Um, yeah. We knew contracts were ending. Like there was a lot of like, and uh, like, just like, I don't want to you know, just stress because we knew that people were going to die in Endgame and Infinity War and they weren't coming back um, or something was going to happen to them. I, 
I don't feel that way about the phase five and six lineups because there's just so much new stuff that I just don't feel like the stakes are as high. Do, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, it took us 10 years to build to these, to you know, to, to build to the in, uh, infinity saga. It's going to take about six to build to the multiverse saga. And then I anticipate the conclusion to be secret wars um, after that Avengers movie. So what, and that will wrap up the phase. What are your thoughts on, on my take here? Do you agree? Do you disagree? I think that, I agree, but the thing is that phase four is trouble, is a trouble for some people because they had yeah. no plans for it and they were just like, I think I've, uh, some people reported that Kevin Feige was saying that uh, he was testing the waters for different things because people are tired of the standard MCU stuff and that's why a lot of things didn't stick with people. So I think that's the problem that uh, that's making people tired of Marvel and not caring about it. Right. Yeah, I, I heard some of that too. And and to be honest, I, I'm I'm not saying this because I'm like a huge Marvel fanboy and, and I praise Kevin Feige. I'm saying this because like I I really do. It's just like in the comics, right? A big event will happen. And the next thing that typically doesn't happen is we just boom right into another event. Like I think it's I, I'm one who's kind of happy that because to me i think he did i think he did do all that i think he did test out waters on new stuff I, I i firmly do believe that right we got so much new stuff that we had never seen before and it all felt kind of different i think it's great that he kind of tested some of that stuff out because look you, you can't you can't take chances that are too big and he kind of did do that a little bit with some of the stuff in my opinion and i'm glad he did because it does break it up a little bit um, so I do feel like phase four was a little bit like that. I do think there was some sort of preliminary planning that went in place. And I think that phase five is really going to solidify phase four a lot more and make it make sense. Okay. I don't know that. Yeah. You agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I think so. Didn't they have like the, um, I think Kevin Feige was, uh, finally realized the plan and, uh, they had a meeting uh, during the Doctor Strange uh, premiere about the plans and how to execute them. Remember that? No, I don't think I do. Elaborate on that a little? Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, during the Doctor Strange premiere, uh, Kevin Feige showed up tired and he talked about being in a meeting for hours uh, with the Disney people, deciding what to do with the future of Marvel and what like what landed and what they will continue doing what they want and all of that interesting so yeah yeah i i oh i do remember this yeah yeah i do remember this now of course of course yeah um yeah I, uh i i mean dr strange is one of the latest entries that explains why phase four was so messy yeah but yeah um have I lost overall, you know, confidence in the MCU because of phase four? No, I, I haven't. Um, I think that it, I really do think it's all going to start making sense. Like, you know, Kevin Feige was up there at San Diego Comic-Con saying Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania is going to be not anything like the past two Ant-Man movies. I'm and I believe for it. That. Yeah, I know. You know, Anas loves the Ant-Man movies and I, I can't 
they're fun. I, I like take them for what it is. I love Paul Rudd. I think he's the man, but I never really liked the ant. They were like bottom tier, like, like bottom tier movies for me in the MCU. Um, do you, do you feel that harshly about it as I do? I think it's because of the villains. The villains aren't ironic or in mm. like heavy hitters like the you know, Killmonger or Thanos, yeah. those people. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's right. what what will change in Quantumania. We have Kang, you know. Right. And he's going to be the villain. Like he is the guy of that um of that of that movie. So um I'm excited for that. I was really glad to hear that. Um, overall, I mean, I'm pretty excited for, for everything. You know what I, I really hope that I was really hoping we would get an announcement for was the werewolf by night show. I was really hoping that that would come this October and it doesn't look like that's the case. Would you agree with that? I think it will be with uh, phase six. Phase six had, has eight empty slots. Right. Eight different. Oh, I, I heard six empty slots. You heard eight. No, I actually, uh, one seven. The photos in front of me. It was eight by the dates. Okay. Okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, that's gonna be heavy, huh? Damn, that's gonna. Yeah, be one minute. Uh, after Fantastic Four, we have two, two slots between Fantastic Four and Kang Dynasty. Okay. One between uh, Kang's Dynasty and uh, Secret Wars. Oh no, uh, that's. From the upper line, I forgot the lower line. And then we have one, two, three, four, five entries. Okay. Uh, on the bottom line. So, so yeah, eight. Yeah, yeah. So there's eight unannounced projects that's probably going to be announced at D23. D23. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll we'll get some good information there. Um, but I mean Overall, I guess just to, to kind of put a wrap on it, I'm, I'm pretty excited for the, the Phase 5 lineup. Phase 6, let's see where Armor Wars goes. You know, specifically Armor Wars, I heard a pretty substantial rumor that um, Arnold Schwarzenegger might be the main villain. Did you hear that? No, I haven't heard anything about Armor Wars except uh, after SD, uh, San Diego, uh, people were talking about it being cancelled and then someone at Marvel confirmed that it's still a thing. That's it. Interesting. Um, huh. Well, I guess, I don't know. I, let, let's just hope that they don't start doing a, a you know, pull a, pull a competition move where they announce it and then it doesn't work. Which, speaking of the competition... DC just got absolutely just. I felt bad for DC fans at San Diego. I don't know what DC is doing, actually. It's just bad. I have no words. I I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about it. It's just like, I mean, let me just let me go on this for one second. Okay. I'm not being a dick. I just like, let me go on for one second here because we have people so excited that four days ago at, at the time of this recording, okay, recording this August 2nd, just so you know, four days ago, the internet blew up a little bit because Ben Affleck is returning as Batman and Aquaman. Oh, yeah, I saw that. What? 
why are people excited about just rip the bandaid off? He's not just that, that, I don't know. I get people just don't want to say goodbye and they want to hold on to whatever piece of the Snyderverse is left. That's that's was canceled by Jim Lee at San Diego comic-con. But like, imagine being excited that Batman is showing up in a movie for a small or a cameo. I don't know if it's small, if it's big, but a cameo appearance and then never knowing if you're going to see him again. I honestly don't know what SDC doing. I just, I just, it just, it boggles my mind a little. Do you agree with that? I mean, imagine, imagine Captain America showing up after being canceled and then saying he wants to play and then saying he doesn't and then blah, blah, blah. And now he's back for a small role in, in, in in like whatever friggin' movie. It just, it's just like, if I was a hardcore DC fan, I'd be like, no, just cut the loss, start anew. I, I don't know. I don't know why I'm getting so fired up about it. I'm not like a huge DC fan. It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me. It's a mess. And if you think about it, it's not even a mess that they need to solve on the, uh, in the long term. They need to solve it now. For example, the Flash movie is supposed to come out soon. And we have everything with Ezra. Oh, How will no. you handle that? And no. it's supposed to be a reboot for everything. I, I mean, it's a mess. Yeah. If I was them, I would just do reshoots to get have Ezra in the movie. I heard good things about the movie, so I I, I still think it should be released. Ezra is a whack job, so get him out of there. You know, cancel everything you have with him, and just, I just I don't know. It's it's a mess. I said we weren't going to spend a lot of time talking about it, <laughs> but do, do you have anything to add to 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 this just disaster of of whatever the hell is going on? Nothing, but I I wouldn't give an ear to the Snyder fans because they are a headache. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. No disrespect, but they are like over. Okay, the Snyder versus done. They attacked Jim Shooter when he uh, announced that, and it was a, uh, not Jim Shooter, what's his name? Jim, Jim Lee. Jim Lee. Yeah. It was a total mess for no reason. Like. Yeah, for no reason. I agree. They just. It's tough because there's some people that love the Snyderverse and there's some that hate it. I don't know anyone who's like, oh, like, I don't, I don't know. It's just I don't blame them because people just want a definitive like what's going on. I mean, let's hope Black Adam's good. I think that movie's going to be OK. Let's let's hope it's it. You know, I don't know. Look, that's just th- I'm glad I, this is kind of why I'm not really a big DC fan. It's just really hard to get into stuff like this. It's very frustrating. And I I genuinely just feel bad for everyone involved here so anyway (laughs) moving on moving on past that um if you have nothing else to add why don't we talk about some of the comic revelations and and news that we got for marvel um there there wasn't like a whole lot but um but yeah let's talk about it let me know your thoughts let's talk about some some stuff that was announced why don't we get into that let me just say that uh, really quick. This uh, there is an article that, uh, that just came out from AIPT talking about Venom number thirteen being the port of the event of do- uh, Dark Web event. Oh, that just came out now. Yeah, um, before we started recording. Interesting. So Venom thirteen. What issue are we on now? We are on eight or nine, I think. Okay. I read, so yeah, it's nine. The last one I read was nine. Okay. So it's a. I mean, so this confirms Dark Web, which was a, which was fully announced at Comic Con, is yeah. going to be an event That's because right. now we have 
probably a dark rain, uh, excuse me, dark rain, dark web number alpha and omega. Who knows what we'll do with that? But we know Spider-Man is having tie-ins. We know X-Men is having tie-ins. And now I guess Venom. Oh, Venom, yeah. Yeah. You think about it, it's a mess because uh, November, uh, Judgment Day Omega is coming out in the beginning of November. And about the, in the middle of November, we will start the Dark Web event. Yeah, that's... Mess. Yeah, that kind of sucks. I, just yeah. Is it that hard for editorial to kind of just make it seamless? I don't, know. I don't think that Dark Web will be like involving X-Men, like Judgment Day is, everything is tying into it or whatever, but like, yeah. I don't know. We need to calm down with events a bit. I know. And I mean, just the other day, we got that Captain America event that was announced. Um, yeah, that will be like uh, something like self-contained. It will be between the two titles. We'll see. We'll see how self-contained it is. I'm a little skeptical of that. You're, you're, you're calling it right now on the show that you think it's going to be more crossover style with maybe a few tie-ins. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, let's see how it goes. For some reason, I'm, 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 I'm calling that there's gonna, it's gonna be like maybe a little larger, maybe on the scale of like, um, not the scale, but the same amount of tie-ins or maybe a little less that Dark Rain, uh, I'm sorry, Devil's Rain had that just came out. So we'll see, but uh, the event sounds good. I, for one, you know, Captain America, the Captain America, the Cold War event, I'm pretty excited about it because I feel like Cap is always dissed with, you know, kind of getting like big, big stories. So I'm pretty happy that he's getting this. Something needs to be done with him to make him a little more interesting. I think everyone could kind of agree on that. But but speak speak uh, your mind. What do you what do you think on, on this? Captain America in life. He's a tough character to write, and mm. people don't really get him anymore. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, Hickman got him a little bit, and then Zadorsky in the latest Invaders run, but that's it for the most part right before that it was edward baker <laughs> like yeah it's a decade ago like. i know Ed, that will it's a little scary to me that like ed brubaker's run might be like the best run that i see in my lifetime the run was excellent and it was captivating and everything but it's like nothing has touched it since even come close to it in my opinion but what do you do you agree with that yeah i totally do and it's a problem i don't yeah. know yeah it's a i'm staring right now i mean i got this right by my bedside captain america winter soldier that's like a go to quick read for me um cuz it's it's just a really good ed brubaker's captain america you should all read it if you can so Anyway, let's hope that Cold War does something with Captain America that kind of changes something. Because honestly, I'll take any change right now. Just kind of do something here. Um, moving on from that, Hickman, Jonathan Hickman is staying with Marvel. And it's kind of crazy that he's going to be doing a book with uh, Valerio Skitty, who's currently doing the Judgment Day interior work. And he did Inferno with Hickman as well. And he and he did Inferno with Hickman as well, of course. Um, how excited are you on a scale of 1 to 10 for whatever Hickman's... 11. <laughs> <laughs> I love Hickman's uh, style. 
Yeah, me he's too. The Nolan of comics, as yes. Dave puts it a lot, Dave on Universal Comics Guide. But uh, I don't know. Like, let's see what happens. Hopefully, it's better than what happened with X Men. With X Men, yeah, I agree. I mean, in my perfect world, he would just come back to X Men and be like, "This is my baby. I created it. Like, I'm gonna friggin' finish it." But there's something we don't, we're not being told that happened between Hickman and the X Office, and probably some other politics involved, um, yeah. I mean, which is too uh, bad. Yeah, there is a YouTuber, Comic Pops. He said he talked to Hickman at SDCC. And Hickman told him that he's not returning to X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. And it's sad because if you, uh, if you remember, Hickman le- uh, left his plans with DC to come write X-Men. He wanted yeah. to do that. Legion of Superheroes is what he wanted And Superman. To do. Yeah. Y- yeah. And, you know, he's an outspoken, huge, huge DC fan over Marvel. DC fan. Yeah. Yeah. Like any day of the week. And it's pretty wild to me that he's written pretty much every big character for Marvel or team besides Spider-Man. I mean, he's pretty much done it all. Um, no, he wrote a short story before in Spider-Man full circle. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. But, but I mean he like, you know, carrying book. on a, a, an ongoing the title. Yeah. Yeah. A title. I mean, he's, he's done it all. Story in, in amazing fantasy 1000 as well. An amazing fan. Oh yeah, that's right. I did hear that. I did hear that, yeah. which is good, I guess. Make you know that I'm not really looking forward to that issue too too much. But um, but I mean, yeah, I I'm for one, I'm just so I'm thrilled that Hickman is staying around. He is my favorite writer of all time, and I, I don't know what it's going to be about. If I had to put money on two things, it would either be sort of like a maybe like a magic based book, like a Doctor Strange, yeah, something or other, so. or maybe a Guardians. Maybe. I don't know if he's going to write Gordians. It feels like he feels like the big things uh, type of guy. He was like Gordians are a small team and all of that. I think he may write something like uh, similar to Ali Ewing's Ultimates, for example. That would be good. I would like that a lot if he was if he yeah. did that. I really like that a lot. Um, Some cosmic stuff. Yeah, but We'll see. I mean, I, I think it said November on it is when we'll. Uh, it's 2023. I can't remember when exactly. Okay. Um, kind of bold to announce a comic in 2023, but anyway. They multiple, I think. Oh, no, that's Pepe Leraz announced something to oh, do with, with Miller. Mark Miller in 2023, but I don't know if it will be Marvel related uh, or not. Yeah, I don't think it is. But we'll see. Um, I thought that was kind of like two great writers and artists. I just could never see them doing work together for some reason. But um, I'm down to see what it's all about and try out the issues. Um, Mark Miller wrote a tweet about that, said that on Thursday, uh, CBR will get an exclusive about that. Okay. And later he will do an interview with uh, a YouTuber. Uh, called, uh, the channel is called Thinking Critical. Okay. Good. Let's see what they say about. It. Yeah, let's see what they say. And um, we got news at San Diego Comic Con that Iron Man by Chris Cantwell and Kafu. Canceled. That's going to be canceled um, in no 
November. November, yeah. Uh, every constellation, the uh, the three or four constellations are in November. Yeah, so it's Jason Aaron's Avengers. Thank God, horrible yeah, series. Horrible. Thank God Almighty, that is going the way of the wind. Trash series. I can't talk any poorly about it. It's a piss poor book. Don't spend your money on it. Um, pretty much everyone agrees. We, I mean, I, uh, I, we could, we could raise a riot with how many people hate that book. Um, almost, almost everyone hates it. Almost. Yeah, almost. There's like, a, there's a one percent, and they stand proud. Um, yeah. Which I guess I appreciate. I mean, we. Uh, well, anyway, that's getting canceled. Iron Man's getting canceled. What else was announced canceled? Uh, Miles Morales. Oh, by Saladin Ahmed. You know yeah, who I would love to see take over that book and I would read it and love it is um, Cody Ziegler. Yeah. His stuff in, in Beyond was uh, where good. Yeah. yeah, it was good. And we had him on the show uh, earlier yeah. this winter and he was like, I would love to take it over when it when it's free. I hope that maybe I can have a shot at it. So I wouldn't be surprised because his series are doing pretty well. Right now, I think Spider Punk is doing very good. Yeah, I mean, critics love it. Fans seem to really love it. I love his writing style too. I'm a big Cody Ziggler fan, so and I don't like Miles all that much. You know, I I love his tie-ins and and whatever he pops up in the books that I read, but I've never bought his own series. Um, I haven't read a lot of things with Miles. I think no, I didn't pick up anything. I actually. What I yeah. read for him, besides like appearing in Secret Wars, was uh, were panels on Instagram. <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, I, so the exposure I have to that character very minimal, almost non-existent. Um, well, I wouldn't say non-existent, but very minimal. So yeah. I would love if someone could come on the book that I, I you know, really enjoy. If you want to read it, yeah, that makes just makes me want to read it. But um, but uh, anything else? What else was there for cancellations? I. I can't think of anything else, but I mean, uh, we all, we got Cantwell's Iron Man and Avengers canceled. That's yeah. it. Let's celebrate. Yeah, I know, right? I know. I, I wish I could sit here and say like I loved Iron Man, but I just didn't. And it's a trouble. Yeah, it's too bad that that series. It's not as bad as some. Like no. not compared to the slot run or maybe Gillen's, right? But it was bad. It was just boring and bad, and it's just I wouldn't really recommend it to anyone. I don't despise it like I do Jason Aaron's Avengers, but yeah, just not a good book. So anyway, those are going the way of the wind. Everyone listening, and hopefully we can we can get some 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 maybe some more capable writers in there. Not that Jason Aaron and Cantwell are capable, but they're not capable of writing what they're writing now. So let's shake things up a bit and hope for the best. Other than that, Marvel was a little sleepy at Comic-Con. And you know what I was really hoping to hear about? And they must have delayed it. Is And I'm sure you heard of this too, Warlion. Is uh, Steve Orlando writing sort of an X-Men event that you know, that's going to be the same style as Avengers No Surrender and Avengers No Way Home, where it's just every issue week after week for, you know. A weekly event. Yeah, a weekly event. Um, We got word that he was doing that, which he pretty much confirmed on our show as well. Didn't hear a boo about that. I think that got pushed. And it was supposed to, announcements, which he's, he, he's kind of said, were supposed to come out in the fall-ish. 
a lot a lot of things were pushed back a lot lately like i think a couple of months uh months ago uh some books just got pushed back three and four months so huh. it's, it's tough yeah there's what is it is it a printing delay like there's something they're going saying on. There, uh, there is a paper shortage or something like that but i don't know paper shortage okay. yeah um well, that's too bad because September is a very light month. I don't know if you've looked at September solicitations, but they're like excruciatingly low for uh, new comics, which is too but bad. Look at November. <laughs> look, at November will be heavy. No, you think November will be heavy? Yeah, a lot of things were announced and come out during that. Yeah, it's oh right, yeah, like Hickman's thing. Hopefully, that'll be around November or so, but. But anyway, I guess it's for the best because, you know, we're the Marvel speed in this events. We have Judgment Day going on right now. We have, um, you know, Dark Web coming up and they announced that Captain America thing in the spring. So. Oh, that's. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And let's see what what will happen with Daredevil and Punisher. Yeah. Let's see what happens with that. Um, that's they make very that an event too. <laughs> they will make it an event too. Like, I, yeah. I, I just want to say I called it. I really did. I really stick by this is that Chip Zdarsky is doing the same thing that Donnie Cates did where he, he, you know, he was, he was writing Venom and then he got absolute carnage. And that was sort of like a, a, a story leading up to king in black i think i think that's going to be the same thing that happens here with yeah. the event you know he he did you know he did the whole devil's reign chip Zdarsky did while writing daredevil and now it's going to build up to something else later down the line i yeah. i think i think i think it, i think the writing's on the wall a little bit for that um but that's just me being a crazy fan so let me know if you agree or if you don't agree anyone listening. yeah i do but, yeah you agree with that yeah i don't know i i I just for some reason I'm sniffing it out. I think we're getting good at this, War Lion. I think I think we're, I think we're I think we're getting we're, we're seasoned readers at this point. And we can kind of spot these things. So anyway, you heard you heard it here first on Geekable that you know we're calling it. But but anyway, in any case, that was pretty much everything that was that was revealed at 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 Comic Con. Um, if if it if I'm gonna be a little critical, I would have liked to have had Marvel had a Marvel Comics a little more of a presence, announcing new things, yeah. shaping things up. You know, we got some information from Dan Slott about his Spider-Man series that's going to coincide with Zeb Wells. Um, other than and that, there, there is a, a J.M. Demetrius, uh, right? Spider-Man book. Yeah. Um, it will be a throwback, but unlike the others, according to what he said, it will matter because it will retcon uh, Craven's origins. I think this is something to, uh, that will do with the movie coming out or what, something yeah. like that. Yeah. You think you think this that this 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 should be on people's radars? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Demetrius is one of the best uh, writers. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's good. And he's writing something that people want. Like he's he talked about either in MJ's marriage being important in that book and all of that. You know, people want that. People have been craving something like that for a decade now. Right, I know they really have. Um, 
and me included, because Craven's such a mess, I can't even really get invested in the character anymore. So hopefully this kind of maybe clears some stuff up. But um, but anyway, that, yeah, I something that I saw the other day too as well was that um, so the new street, uh, excuse me, the new She-Hulk trailer came out, and we saw Johnny Blaze on a poster in it. Pretty pretty exciting stuff that he's confirmed to exist. And that's obviously not a mistake. Maybe he's one of the slots. Maybe he's not. Um, it. What I think is that Johnny Blaze was supposed to be in Multiverse of Madness, but I think his scenes got cut. Yeah, I mean, they talked about be, uh, 40 minutes being cut of Multiverse of Madness. So that's right. a lot of content. That's a lot of, that's a lot of content. I, personally, that's what I think happened. But this is fine. Introduce him here, uh, or not introduce him, but you know, pretty much just confirm his existence, which they've already done. That's awesome. Um, really excited. Huge Ghost Rider fan, especially with Ryan Gosling showing extreme interest and Kevin Feige reciprocating the interest that Ryan Gosling's down to play Johnny Blaze. How, how would you feel about that? I mean, let's see. Um not excited about him but i'm not uh, i wouldn't mind him playing johnny yeah i think i think it would be kind of cool I, I really do i'd like to see him more than norman reedus which is a hot take a lot of people want um or not norman reedus i'm sorry uh, who plays cage <laughs> no not nicholas cage although those movies hold a special place in my heart because i kind of i, I kind of grew up with them a little bit but who I played daryl who, who played daryl in the walking dead he wanted to play johnny blaze really bad I don't know his name. I, I forget his name. I used to watch The Walking Dead. Then the sh then the show turned horrible and I stopped. But anyway, excited about that. What did you think of the Black Panther trailer? Wakanda Forever. I liked it. I don't like this. Uh, the idea that they might be killing Black Panther. That they I mean, might be killing him? What do you mean by that? Yeah. The trailer showed that uh, the queen talking about her family dying or and something like that. I don't like that. I mean, yeah, Chad uh, passed away. God rest, uh, God rest his soul. But like, recast, uh, recast him. The the role is important. Yeah. Like, if it was up to me, look. If it was up to me, my perfect world, then I was Kevin Feige. You know, you know what the first thing I would have done, Warline. First thing I would have done, yeah. or not the first thing I would have done, because that's kind of that's kind of shitty, but. What I would have done after forming a plan and looking at all my options after the passing of Chadwick Boseman, I would have picked up the phone and I would have called Michael B. Jordan. And I would have made something work with Michael B. Jordan. As and have him, or a cast? Uh, no, no, keep just keep the Killmonger thing, make him turn out alive, give me some BS. Michael B. Jordan is one of the hottest African American actors right now. He's in everything. Critics love him, fans love him. He's great. He's always on the money with acting. He was yeah, very well received. Very well received. But make him Black Panther. Finesse it. That, that's, hey, look, if it was me, that's what I would have done. That's what I would have done. There, there is also Denzel Washington's kid, the protagonist of Tenet. Yes. Yes. I think he can play with Black Panther. Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't seen that movie, but I know, I know exactly who you're talking about. I mean, look, there's options. If it was up to, and and, and 
not to get like too far into this because it is what it is, but so many people have said that Chadwick would have wanted to recast and keep the character alive. The character uh, is influential uh, because like, he had a great impact uh, on the black com uh, community. And right. even here in Egypt, because like we, we have a lot of black people in Egypt because we are African. So it like he had a lot of influence and it's right. sad to see that go away. Like, right, right. And it's it is sad to see it go away. And it, I, I'm with you. I don't think it should. I think they were they should have recast. Um, you know what I would hate to see is Nakia be the Black Panther. She didn't really do too much for me in the first one. Yeah, or Shuri. Or, or Shuri. Shuri's kind of a whack job in real life too, which I'm sure you've heard about some of the stuff. That oh she, yeah, she's just she's kind of unbearable. Um, unfortunately, for a bunch of reasons. Um, DM us if if or Google it if you want to know why, but we won't get into that on air. But but she's kind of a, a whack job, so I I don't know. It's it's not really the best choices here, but I, I don't know. I, I old end of the day, I trust Kevin Feige. Um, the other side of the coin too with the whole Black Panther thing is Namor looks sick. Namor yeah. looks great. Would would you agree with that? Just from the glimpses that we saw, yeah. looks like he's gonna have a tragic origin. As long as he is Namor, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As long as I, I, then what? Well, yeah, I don't know. I, and hopefully this opens the gate to like a Namor. I just really love Namor, like I really do. Um, yeah. And and I would love to see him get you know uh, his own franchise in some capacity. The you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see what yeah, happens. He's a great character. I mean, and an important character, uh, comics wise, in the history of comics. Right. Canada. Right. Like, let's see something. You're going to hate me for saying this, but I think if in a movie adaptation, it would be somewhat good. But let's see him interact with the Fantastic Four. Um, I won't say that. You wouldn't you say know. that? I had a feeling you might no, stop. I, no, no. I hate an aspect. Yes. Which is the 60s stuff. But like, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, his interaction with Sue in Invaders was good. Yeah, that was good. You remember yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, for everyone listening, we keep referencing The Invaders. It's an excellent comic series that came out by Chip Zdarsky and, and Carlos Magno, uh, who did the art. Um, you, everyone reading, uh, excuse me, everyone listening to this should really read that book. Excellent book. Um, just wanted to throw that out there because we keep referencing it. But anyway, um, I guess just to wrap up the show here, we've been going for, for you know, we've been going strong for, for some time now. Um, I would just love your thoughts so far on Judgment Day. Um, you know, we have read Immortal X-Men. You know, the, the official tie-ins are out. What are your thoughts so far on Judgment Day? How many stars would you give it? Just an overview. I like it. I'd give it a four, I guess, so yeah. far. Yeah. Uh, the, the introduction issue with the Eternals wasn't that good for me. It was uh, Axe Evil Judgment. But Judgment Day oh. number one was really good. Uh, yeah. Immortal X-Men, it's good. And Yeah, so, it was a little weird. It was a little weird, but... I mean, um, it's a character-driven thing, so yeah. Yeah. Right. It won't matter for people uh, who want to know about Judgment Day, like, who want to right. keep track of it. And it's good. X-Men Red was wild. That was a wild issue. Everyone listening... 
X-Men Red you should pick up if you're reading Judgment Day and you're not trying to do tie-ins. That book, oh man, that was crazy. That was crazy. Uranus is just such a cool character to me and how they're how they're utilizing him you know one thing that really struck me in in judgment day number one was when druig you know put him back in the cell after the hour when he was on mars and uranos goes oh yeah like i was killing people i was looking at the stars like i was enjoying myself and then he says you know what while he just decimates mutants and then he says you should just use my weapons and uh or you, you should use me instead of my weapons and and um druig says i would rather i would rather deploy your your weapons of mass destruction than put you out there because you're just you're just too much and i was like this proves it the x-men red proved what yeah. he did on mars and it was oh, i mean he man. calls thanos an amateur and it's like and it shows yeah it's for a reason <laughs> and it shows the uncle of thanos just unbelievable so anyway i'm sold on judgment day so far we've been calling it on the show that this event was going to be really good um kieran it's just kieran gillen just excellent writing um you know the art is great in in every series that we've mentioned so far though so that obviously helps but and i think it's good that we don't have to pick up everything at least that's the boy by I got from reading Immortal and X-Men Red. Right. You don't want to follow the, uh, the X-Men line and how huge it is. You can just skip to the main events. And that's, yeah. that would be good. Yeah. I mean, just like you, we'll, we here at Geekable will be reading every tie-in. And there really isn't that much because we're already reading most of the books, you know, besides yeah. a few Captain Marvel issues and stuff. Um, I don't, I don't read that series, but um. I read it. <laughs> oh, you read it? Is it good? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's good. I like, uh, Gareth is, is a weird character because of many editorial mandates, but regardless of that, it's good. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I definitely, she's kind of been done wrong in the past about maybe like seven or eight years, six years. Um, yeah. But in, in any case, it's a great event. Everyone listening should definitely, I, I would you know recommend it. It definitely will have ramifications going forward in the Marvel Universe. Um, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I really, you know what I really wanted, Warlion? I really wanted to see Apocalypse come back with Genesis or just, just have Apocalypse come back and have him somehow face Thanos in this. Yeah, I've always wanted to see them interact. What do, you, do you agree with that? Yeah, speaking of that, do you think that Apocalypse uh, has some Eternals gene in him? Why would he? I mean, he is Apocalypse because uh, besides his mutant powers, he's Apocalypse because the machine made him Apocalypse. The machines he stole from the Celestials. Ooh. It could be. That's a really good point. I never thought of that. I never yeah, thought of that. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's I, that's pretty crazy. That's yeah. crazy. I like that a lot. I might make a post about that, or, or you should. That's really cool, actually. I I talked about it in the story once. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I listed a lot of things like Luna Maximoff, what uh, like people from multiple uh, subhuman species, and said, "What if the apocalypse was?" So as well, I mean, Thanos is technically a mutant. Thanos I mean, was right. A right. mutant eternal, so a mutant eternal can exist, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's kind of cool. I never thought about that. Let us know what you think about that and, and, you know, DM us, comment, whatever. I would love to hear about that. But in any case, Warline, always love having you on. We'll bring this episode to a close. Um, yeah, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Warline, you've been an excellent co-host for the episode. Thank you so much for coming on again. Appreciate it. Um, thank if you, you for guys, me. Yeah, anytime. You're welcome anytime. Um, if you guys loved our chat, please definitely check out the episode before this one, wherever you can listen to podcasts, where we have Warline. We talk about the current state of comic books, um, specifically Marvel Comics. So definitely check that out if you enjoyed our conversation here today. And definitely follow him at Warlion Comics on Instagram, where he's constantly posting about anything Marvel Comics, old and new, his theories, his thoughts. He loves stirring up conversations. Yeah. You know, I can't rave about your page any more than I, I possibly am right now, Warlion. So everybody go give him a follow. Great guy. Knows his shit to the extent I've never seen anyone <laughs> know Marvel Comics. So if you want to educate yourself, definitely follow him. Um, anyway, just, um, yeah, it's been great. Please follow us on, uh, Instagram at geekable underscore comment, com- excuse me, at geekable underscore, um, podcast. podcast. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Where we are constantly just, you know, posting about new stuff, have episodes drop weekly about MCU, this, that, the other, shoot us a follow. Um, Warline, Thank you so yeah. much again. Really appreciate your time, brother. Um, hey, we'll be in bro. touch.